here. Oh, and- you have heard it? Oh, that's good. It's completely fucking made up. No, you haven't. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> going on everybody welcome to episode seven double oh seven yeah you guys remember that game goldeneye <laughs> from n64 yeah. awesome well, awesome game <laughs> i'm rico and this is corbs and you are listening to bs over a couple of brews sit back and enjoy a brew or two let the bullshitting begin as she said my friend let the bullshitting begin what's going on man dude episode fucking seven already dude this is insane man what? I- can you believe it? No, I, I believe it, but, you know, holy shit, time flies, right? Dude, I know, man. <laughs> Five, six, and then seven. Whoa! Whoa. Seven, <laughs> seven bats. Ah, 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 ah. You remember that from Family Guy. It's so seven bad. Bats. Ah, ah, ah. All right, man. So, so yeah, it's this is this is awesome, man. Yeah. I love doing this so far. Uh, so, so. Just so you guys know, you can find us on uh, Apple or Spotify or uh, Player FM, another smaller uh, podcasting streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Rico, what's our what's our email address where our listeners can reach us at? The email that everybody can reach us at is b s o a c o b at gmail.com. So Basoacob. Oh, I like it. Yes. <laughs> Excellent, man. <laughs> So what are you drinking today, man? Looks like you got another stout here. I yeah, and I've kind of dialed it, it back a little bit. And I think this this is, is a porter. actually I, yeah, it is a porter. Yeah. My bad, my bad. No, 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 no worries. No, no, no. I, I because it's so often stouts, and I can see the you know. I'm like I'm looking yeah, at like, it. Whoa, yeah. yeah, that's right. It's a porter. <laughs> no, I had to even look at the fucking can for a second there. But yeah, no, no, no. Sweet baby Jesus by uh, Dewclaw Brewing Company. And it's uh, lower proofage and everything, so you know I had to kind of dial it back a little bit. But it's a good, smooth, tasty beer and everything. Yeah, you and good. I both have definitely had that one before. Very yes. delicious. Yeah, chocolate peanut butter. You know, Ooh, so basically yeah, liquid form of my Reese cups. You know, <laughs> great, 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 great way to start the weekend, right, man? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Good Friday night. Um, so I am actually bringing a Goza to the table tonight. Uh, it's actually a collaboration beer. From uh, Two Roads and Evil Twin. Two Roads is out of Stratford, Connecticut, and mm-hmm. Evil Twin is a gypsy brewer who originated in Denmark, but mm-hmm. he settled in Queens in 2019, so he now he brews in New York. Uh, that's pretty cool. His, right this on. beer is called Geyser Goza, and it actually is basically a lemon, lime, and sea salt Goza, very traditional German style goza. Ooh, yeah. And it was super smooth. Tasty. Yeah. We, we did a pre screening on those. We do. Just we, like, so, just so you guys are aware, we do we little, do a little sip pre screen, like Rick mm-hmm. said, Rico said before we go on, just because it's like, I don't know, that's just. I oh, yeah. So, we don't have to dick around with it while we're trying to do the intro. I exactly. Mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's already hard enough trying to pay attention to the right cues and shit. Oh, so, man. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, so, this kind of actually leads mm-hmm. into uh, one of our first topics of discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you had one, and yeah. we've we've discussed this before, we I know that you're a stout a stout guy year round as am I, but I tend to go towards more of the lighter stuff in the summertime. Yeah. If yeah. you had, say, if you had one outside of your stouts, what would be a good go uh, some go to summertime beer for yourself? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I'm gonna say I like the gozas that have more of like the fruity taste to them. But I also like porters, which I know is probably not like your standard summertime beer, but, but I will give you a stout. So I I will give you a little credit though, because porters are usually, they're usually lighter. Yeah. Stouts, they tend to be a little bit lighter as far as alcohol content. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that's mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. I mean, in the last the last few years, I had some relatives introduce me to sours and gozas. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of my go to in the summertime. But if I had one that I would say 
probably that's my go-to is the is an IPA from uh, from Founders. It's all day, all day IPA. Oh, it's the one that's it's one. in the yeah. green can. And you can get, I believe you can get those in like 24 packs, maybe even 30. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Brian was the one that introduced me to that one. Really. Yeah. I, I had it at a, I had it at a friend's bachelor party one year and, and I, and then I just, it's just kind of like yeah. an easy go to, there's not much to it. It's just like a session. I believe session IPA, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, with like I said before in previous episodes, with anything with founders, you really can't go wrong. Oh, anything from sure, them is, yeah. is amazing. They're up there with like Bells and Three Floyds mm. and all the a lot of the other breweries that we've talked about in prior episodes. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! So, so dude, we kind of touched on this in in uh, I believe in episode four, and we were talking about how you know the the pandemic's effect yeah. and what it took on the music industry. We kind of alluded to it with with vinyl records having a shortage. Um, and other things along that yeah, nature, yeah, yeah. but a lot of it, the biggest, one of the biggest, uh, I guess you want to say downfalls of the Rona is mm-hmm. touring pretty much went away completely. Oh, um, for sure, yeah. everybody was sequestered, you know, we, we just, we just kind of got creative and were able to start doing guitar playthroughs, drum playthroughs. And now it's just, if, I yeah. mean, you can probably attest to this. You go on the YouTubes or the yeah. internets, the interwebs, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. you you will find a lot of collaboration, a lot of creativity, and people still love to just, you know, do it yeah. from their own homes because it's what they were comfortable with for the last two years. Wouldn't you agree? I pre- very much so. Yeah, and it's it basically it couldn't have as much as it sucked being quarantined, it couldn't have happened at a better time because totally of the agree. internet and everything. And, I, I'm not going to say it was easy on everybody because mm-hmm. I know there are people that had a hard time with it and are still having a hard time with it. So not absolutely to, not to sidestep and not acknowledge those folks and everything, but for everybody that did adapt to it and everything, you know, thank God, you know, we had the internet because, you know, with all the Skype and everything, like we've already mentioned before and everything, you know, what's also, cool. what's also really cool. And, yeah. and this kind of has to do with music too. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of podcasts, a lot of music themed podcasts, just in general, have mm-hmm. been using Skype to their advantage as they're able to interview yeah. musicians or uh, guests from across the country and they don't have to actually be in real life. Right. So you don't have to actually struggle to try to get that person to say, hey, uh, I need you to uh, I need you yeah, to be at my house out. and here and fly your ass out here. No, we're not. It's not about that. <laughs> right. So what I what I would like, you know, what I like about this whole thing is that you can do it on your own time, on their own time as well. And usually they match up unless, you know, you're interviewing somebody from overseas or, you know, different, a lot different time zone than you, like three hour difference. But usually it's yeah. pretty, you're, it's pretty compatible. I mean, at least I've seen in like anything, episodes yeah. of other podcasts and things yeah. like that, which I think that's really cool because, I mean, mm-hmm. can, you, can you believe how accessible music is with the internet? I mean, that's, that's oh, kind of sure. what it is, yeah. you know? I mean, you can, I mean, obviously with the, the streaming and stuff like that, you know, which everybody's we've stuff on, yeah. is out there. Mm. So whether we agree that that's the, you know, our personal favorite way to consume music, and mm-hmm. it still makes it more accessible. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's cool. it's I I, I the it, I guess you would say about twenty years ago, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have thought this if we had some kind of pandemic back in you know say two thousand, it wouldn't have been as easy to have. Like a tele, basically, you want to call it like a teleconference, you know, back in those days. (laughs) You may be able to talk to somebody over the phone, but it'll be kind of sketchy, in my personal opinion. So, I mean, uh, everybody would have been, you know, doing their same, you know, LimeWire or, you know, Napster, I guess. That's, yeah, that is back to to the good old days. Yeah. High school uh, years. Giving your computer STDs, dude, to get yourself some music. Yeah, so I <laughs> yeah. will have to mention this because I actually had to recently discuss this with, with discussed this with a friend. Mm-hmm. So we had talked about this. Um, <laughs> so I had this. So you know, it, it, obviously we're beyond high school and all that now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember a story that I told one of my friends. Mm-hmm. One of the first CDs that I actually ripped off of a computer was was is when I was at school. Yeah. And when yeah. I wasn't I was doing basically in my free time they let us do pretty much what we wanted after within reason after we were done with our assignments. They gave us like I don't know half hour at the end of class. Right. Well, we weren't supposed to be downloading music illegally, but we were. <laughs> oh so, no. So I actually brought in like a stack of CDs and I was giving them out to people in class so they can like rip them on their Oh, you had your actual like 
bought CDs and then you were like, I was, I ripped. Okay, so I I actually stay in school, kids. Don't do this. (laughs) So yeah, so kids won't even because nowadays we even know. Yeah, touch your earmuffs. (laughs) Fuck shit. So um, so basically, what I did was I took this. I took around. I I gave out probably I don't know handful, nine, ten CDs, whatever. And uh, I actually ripped uh, like a twenty-three song mix, and it's like all over the map. I listen. I actually found it the other day in my closet at home, and I listened to it. And I was like running around the house like a little child. I'm like, this is like insane. (laughs) But yeah, a mix CD from like I want to say two thousand two, two thousand three. I don't know, somewhere around in there. It was like freshman or sophomore year of high school. Anyway, aging myself. Nice. But yeah, uh, <laughs> a friend and I had that conversation and that mm-hmm. I got off on a tangent and I was like, I thought about it and I went home and I looked in my closet and I was like, I might have that still. And I found like three or four of them from back were then. They, when we were they all them. like 128 KBPS? Absolutely. MP3s? Okay. Absolutely. They weren't even like VBR variable nope. bit rate nope. there. Oh no. Yeah. And in my Which favorite 128, the wor- oh, sorry to cut you off. That okay. ain't the worst, but yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Oh my God. <laughs> but one of my favorite things is when you used to download a song, sometimes you wouldn't even get the full version and you'd get something that's like mixed into another track. Like for instance. Yeah. So you remember that band from way back when Weezer? Oh, Weezer was. Yeah. The hash pipe. Awesome, I got man. my hash pipe. You know that? Uh-huh. Okay. So. I downloaded this song and I was like, man, this is file size is awfully small. So then I get it and the file size, <laughs> it, it goes, dun, 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 dun. and then it, he starts to sing and then it just goes and it stops. Yep. So it was only like five seconds long and then it goes to the next song and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but I just left it because it was hilarious as it and, is. And you know what else, you know, mm-hmm. might, might have made that not happen was probably getting the actual CD. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding with you. I I did that shit when I was younger. <laughs> I'm I'm giving you shit, man. I know, it's, I know. dude. It's totally fine. No, I, it was I, awesome. I remember a funny story. Not to belabor the point, really, but my cousin. He said he tried to download. Uh, what was it? Lincoln Park. It was like a. Oh, this is where he got like. It was one of their songs. Oh, that, I think I've I heard think this. It was probably one step closer or something like that. But step it has like a. Edge. It has yeah, a stutter in it. Like there's like a, a like a. <laughs> It's kind of like uh, like when they do that for like um, like house music or something like sure, that. Sure, 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 sure. It's got kind of that like you know like the DJ. Uh, well, he kept downloading it over and over again from different <laughs> sources because he thought there was something <laughs> fucked up about it. And then when he finally heard it, like you know, actually out in the wild, like I think it was on the radio or something like that. He heard the same stutter and he was like, son of a bitch. Cause he kept fucking downloading it over and over again. Cause he thought it was fucked up. And I was just like, Oh my God. Oh, that's legit. I love it. All us fucking assholes, like fucking downloading music. And that's, that's one of those things. Like I, yeah, you know, it is artists it is. they they don't condone it obviously, but like, and, it's, and then, and then, uh, but nowadays what I would recommend is, Support your artists, support all Absolutely, the all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, even if it's streaming, which is in my opinion, it's lame, but that's for most people it's yeah. not. So for so sure, also yeah. so I dude, did you see we got a couple of emails this week? We did. Everybody's actually emailing us. Dude, that's hell awesome. hell yeah. Um, yes. I'm so glad. we have, we've actually got that's a couple. Great. So Rico, if you mm-hmm. if you want to do the pleasure of reading the uh the first email. Okay, I will read the first one here. Let me pull it up here. Oh, this is cool. But uh yeah, I no. It, it, much encouragement, and then guys, feel free to contact us, and then keep keep on sending in the emails. Let's get it. Yeah, so absolutely. Here is the first email I read. Here we got uh, email from uh, Randy. He says, "All right, you couple dudes at B S O A C O B Oh Basoa Cobb skis. <laughs> How about yeah? I'm reading this cold right here. Sorry, I, I kind of glanced it over, but yeah." So, okay, yeah. All right, you dudes at Basoa Kobskis, how about a Pink Floyd review? Like metal Dude, or yeah. animals? Okay. Yeah. I love yes. it. I love it. Then maybe hit David Gilmore live at Gdansk. I, I do believe that's over, was that like the Netherlands or something like that? I think so. It's something, some, like something overseas. Familiar, yeah, yeah, it does. Mm hmm. And then uh, who's still left? I'm guessing you mean uh, what uh, members of the band are still I th- left. I right, think that's Randy? what he. I think that's what he's referring to. Yes, absolutely. And then it says, and what are they doing now? Anything in music? And then suggestions from some old cat. LOL. <laughs> some old cat. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, age is just another, you know, just a number, brother. So you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, thanks, Randy, for the email. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll give you my. 
give you mm-hmm. my knowledge here. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at metal here. Yes. Uh, that was one of the first Pink Floyd vinyls that I actually purchased when nice. I started collecting vinyls a few years ago. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 raw as hell. It mm-hmm. is, but it is it is my favorite because it is for me. It is just at that point mm-hmm. to where they're starting to realize their potential, but yet they still have enough psychedelic weirdness oh, like sure. left over. I mean, just yes. The, the, even the the first track is is heavy. It oh, it's heavy right for, out of the starting gate for man. that time. Nineteen seventy, yeah. 6970, right? Sound right? Uh, metal. I, I think it's 6970. Yeah. Uh, well, 69, I think, was um, Animals, I think. No, no, no. Animals is later. Is that later? Animals no, is later. On. Animals is no, no, mid 70s. No. Uma Guma, I think, was. That's, That's that sounds right. That sounds right. But then Metal, I think, was just right after that, if I remember right. I don't know. It's terrible. I haven't really uh, it's okay. looked at the years on those in a while. I just so Metal actually them. came out in um, August. Of 1971, it was 71. I'm sorry, October 1971. It was recorded in between January and August of 1971. I was thinking it was just after 70. So, so we were a little bit off, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it that that album Mm. is just uh, that thing's on another level. Solid listening to something from another era that's basically 51 years old is just is just insane for me. And it was all experimental, is what it. That's 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 the word I was looking for. Yeah. So the Mm -hmm. the track for me that stands out on the album outside of one of these days, which is the opener, Mm -hmm. is the side B, the entire side B, echoes. Yeah. That's a trip. Have you ever watched the video for it Uh in in the amphitheater? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And I highly recommend that. I will link that for everybody at home there and everything. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And and to learn is kind of a fun facts with Rico and everything. But oh like, hell yeah! The, uh, this the is, way, is this a new segment? I it could be. I mean, okay, <laughs> we'll see. Right? All right, probably. David Gilmore, the way he got the they call it the seagull sound that he does in Echoes and. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how he I does totally that? remember that. Absolutely, it's a particular year of the it's his uh, wah pedal. Okay. He hooks it up backwards. Okay, that is freaking yeah. sweet. I and don't, and then he learned how to, you know, I think he's turning like his uh it's either his um the oh, sensitivity dude. knob on Now his, I hear the sound in my head. I uh-huh. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so what Holy he's actually smokes. doing is he's adjusting one of the, I think it's the sensitivity knob for like the pickups okay. on his guitar and I think he this is where I'm, I'm not remembering 100%. I think he plays... Regardless. I think he plays a, a Fender Strat, if I remember right. Something mm-hmm. like that. I'm pretty we'll sure fact that's check what that. he plays. I'll fact check myself, kids. But but yeah, yeah no, he, yeah. he plays that backwards through his wah pedal... And it's something I I'm since I'm not a guitar player I can't remember all the little details but basically he's playing and it's only a certain certain generation of wah pedal mm-hmm. that you can do this with because yeah, yeah. of the circuitry and everything. Mm-hmm. But he does that uh, he adjusts the knob on his guitar to make those sounds and he does it to a certain That's so sweet like he makes it do certain stuff he used to do that shit live. Oh, that's pretty yeah, sweet. It's pretty Damn. cool. So I'm guessing he had like a second wah pedal and like you know an A B channel situation going on because obviously we wouldn't want to be changing shit. Oh, for sure, for but, sure. But yeah, no, he did that, and then what? Ah, <laughs> you know, I, I do it no justice by trying to do it by mouth. But yeah, that thing. So what cool we're gonna stuff. do is for for the uh, the next album, Animals. Uh, yeah. We will actually. Put that on, uh, put that on the back burner, and that's going to be an yes. actually discussion topic for another um, episode. Because mm-hmm. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, ha, no pun intended, mm-hmm. animal. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we will get, we will get to that on a, on a latter episode. Yeah, um, I actually the, really, really enjoy animals too. So for sure, yeah, yeah, I do not have that on vinyl though. That's the that's the one I need to get. Yeah, that's a good one to have. And I mean, there's a couple mm-hmm. other questions Dark. here. We'll quickly we can oh, touch sure, on sure. really, and then we'll move on to the other email. Then, but absolutely, who's still left? As far as I know, the only one that's passed away was Richard Wright, who was the one Sounds, who played keys. And everything. I think so. So yeah, we'll uh, have to Roger look. Waters. I mean, I haven't heard anything, and I mm-hmm. keep a pretty close eye because that's one of my so, favorite bands. So what we're gonna do is we're going to mm-hmm. include all this information, all these sources that we yeah. are citing in our show notes, so you guys can check them out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I like my show notes and everything. So. We we both we both enjoy our <laughs> yeah, show notes because it kind of 
The, 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 the show notes. The show notes kind of cover our ass a little bit to make sure oh, you yeah. know we're not fibbing to you. We can correct ourselves in them too and laugh. Absolutely. About it oh, absolutely. On, no doubt about it, man. But yeah, Roger Waters, David Gilmore, and Nick Mason. Yes. So those three guys are still alive, and of course they always had other musicians that they hired for doing you know all their live shows of and course. stuff. But sometimes that's, that's how it works. Yeah. You know, Roger Waters, lead singer. David Gilmore, lead guitar. Yeah, Roger Waters also played bass, but then Nick Mason was the drummer. Yes, sir. But uh, what are they doing now? I, as far as I know, I think they're all kind of retired. I would say most of them are. Roger's still doing his solo shit. You don't quote me on this, but I had I saw this today, and I and I might have I might have been might be talking out of my ass here, but Mm -hmm. I want to say that Pink Floyd may have reunited as as maybe to help Ukraine. So I that would be cool. I mean, it's you know sucky. The, I'll have to look that up just to verify. But I know they tried to be cool, the three of them, mm-hmm. and everything, because they were trying to do like a reunion show. But that yeah. was kind of like a one off, and it was like fuck. I would have loved right. to have gone and seen it, but yeah, you know. I, I would right there with you. So that yeah. actually is perfect lead into our next uh, topic. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a band that I actually introduced to Rico probably, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. And they actually are from Lviv, Ukraine, which is in Western Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called the Somali Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is exactly what you think. It has to do with the Somali pirates. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. So they are a rock band. And uh, from that from that area, currently they are signed to uh, Season of Mist Records, which is a worldwide label, oh, worldwide okay. independent right. label, a lot of, lot of variety with that. You get some psychedelic rock. You get some death metal, some grindcore, some black metal, all the all the fun stuff. Uh, so with this, um, just got to let you guys know about these guys. They're from, mm-hmm. like I said, Lviv, Ukraine. Uh, they are releasing a new album, which is insane to me, that they were running to release an album during their war with Russia. Yeah, which is pretty wild right now. I so, mean, cool man, good for them. <laughs> but what I can't, what I can say is, is that it's very cool because yeah, it'll it'll actually bring awareness about what's going on. And yeah. I I believe that some of their, I could be wrong, that some of their proceeds from the album are going to go straight to helping all the people in need over overseas. All right, that's pretty cool, right? Which I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are all safe and sound as, as far as I know uh, is great. Uh, and, they, and if you guys have a chance, yeah, please yeah. go check them out. They are uh, like basically psychedelic rock. I would call them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But very, very easy listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just pretty much for anybody. You can listen to it. It's not going to be like the harsh death metal or anything like that. So. As far as we know, ginger, all the band members. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, the, so they're too, from, man. they're from like right on the border of Russia. And yeah, I couldn't pronounce right the name of it. So, yeah, so yeah, but Ginger is another band from Ukraine. Yeah. Um, but they're more of a modern, I would say called mm-hmm. modern metal. Yeah, yeah. They have a modern sound, but that's that we could talk mm-hmm. about that at another time. But, yeah. but yeah, as far as they, as far as Somali Yacht Club, um, they re- have released another couple albums. Uh, one was the, called The Sea and the other was called The Sun. Um, both, both are very solid pieces of work. And I totally recommend anyone mm-hmm. out there get your hands on it, even if it is a stream. Uh, to help these guys out in the tough times. I know mm-hmm. it's we've been saying tough times a lot lately. But no, I mean, well, kind of yeah. is what it is. Different tough time situations Absolutely. keep happening in Absolutely. rapid succession. So yay. So so we got another email. Then this one came in from yes, this is real. Uh, his, uh, our buddy, our buddy John. Mm-hmm. So he goes. My name is John, and I work with Corbs. He 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 actually does. Uh, he works in my department. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he goes, just finished episode four, and I got to say, big fans of the show. You guys are awesome. Killing it. The audio Aww. is great. <laughs> I think the show has good pacing. You both tend to, re- to reference things in smooth, non-interruptive ways that feel like a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. I started out listening to the show as a support for a friend. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> Pre- we do appreciate that. Nice. Thank now you. I find myself looking forward to every new episode, mm-hmm. although I may not be a metalhead myself. I find the conversations entertaining and informative enough that I often forget that fact. <laughs> Dude, it's so cool to like yeah. hear from people and like that I can actually like relate. And it feels like that we're like talking to them sort of, oh, we'll even though we don't, um, even though we don't like are not, they're not sitting here. Right. They're right. listening to us talk. Oh, so, for sure. Which for is sure. really fucking cool mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> right. And it says, keep up the great work. Uh, while I am here, I do have a question for both of you. Oh. 
Oh, oh shit. hell yeah! Gotta make That's... us work on this one, huh? All, All right. right. So, so Again, as, huh? as, as some of you guys know. <laughs> Uh, Rico and I used to be in a band together, so we, have, we want to call us musicians. I mean, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you. John goes on to say, as musicians, do you have a song that was one of your first songs that you learned on your perspective instruments where you were like, holy smokes, I love this. This is so much fun. <laughs> Almost a song that encouraged you both to play more out of pure enjoyment and excitement. Okay. So for me, mm-hmm. uh, when, I, when I actually started playing instruments... Uh, I actually started playing drums when I was about 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would definitely be a system of a down song because that was like one of my first heavier Excellent. bands that I started listening to. How about you, Rick? <laughs> I got a couple funny stories. Okay, so I've been playing... I, I would say I'd be... Uh, how do we say this? I, I've been a percussionist since I was 13 years old. Dude. I banged on pots and pans when I was like five or maybe so you even knew, younger. So you knew at that point, yeah. So I was pretty sure, you know, about in kindergarten and everything, I was, you know, using number two pencils on pots and pans. See, I did the same shit. I actually sat behind a full drum set. It was an adult drum set when mm-hmm. I was five. I could barely reach the pedals. And it was oh, my, that's One that's of my hilarious. uncle's, you know, drum sets and everything. But as far as the song that I first played, you know, learned, I guess, you know, as far as playing to and all that and learning the parts basically and everything was Iron Butterflies in Agata DeVita because of the giant drum solo in the sure, middle that for was sure. like, yes. And then on top of that, there would have been uh, the Edgar Winter group. Uh, it was uh, Frank, or I think it's called Frankenstein, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. okay. That's a fun song. And then another fun fact on top of all that is I'm actually ridiculously good at playing to Christmas songs because I loved Christmas music so much as a kid. I would just listen. I had this tape with all these like different Christmas songs That's, on it. This is something I've never heard before. This oh, is yeah. No, sweet. no, no. This is some new stories. Yeah. Some new shit has come to light, yeah. man. So I actually play drums. You wouldn't know by the way I talk, but I play drums for my church's worship team and everything, which, you know, yeah, I know. I say bad words. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, like every yeah. year around Christmas time when I play like the Christmas songs and everything, I'm completely comfortable playing to all the Christmas songs because I actually taught myself how to play drums by playing the Christmas songs. And it's like funny I said, as hell. So this is not a lie. I have never, yeah. he has told me a lot of stories over the years with music. <laughs> I have not heard this story before. Yeah. This is, that, that's pretty, and that's pretty it's, freaking It's actually sweet. kind of funny because like, it's like one of those things where probably most drummers are just like, oh, this is not easy. This is awful. I'm all like, oh, yeah, these ones. I learned to play drums to these songs. I'm like, oh, I did this. Like, I did this years and years ago. I was playing, like, Christmas songs and stuff when I was, like, you know, 13 years old or whatever. So that's already been 25 years now coming up. Yeah. So yay, yay for being a self-taught drummer, I guess. So so actually, like, playing drums at a younger age Mm -hmm. also helped me in retaining other you know musical experiences so i was able to mm. teach myself and have some help from other people when i learned how to play bass because of the, yeah, ri- yeah. the rhythm and keeping the rhythm i've always been like a finger tapper and stuff like oh, that yeah for sure so for me when uh when i started playing bass the one that i always went to because i have a like a huge range as far as like blues mm. and jazz and stuff goes and yeah. it kind of just flows off like i don't really even think about it it just happens mm. So there's a song by a band, a mutual band that Rick and I both listen to called Sleep. The mm-hmm. song is called uh, uh, Holy Mountain, yep. and it's very, 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 very simple. And it's just, I, every time I hear it in my head, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's basically that. Yeah. And it goes, you know, towards the latter part. But every time I hear it, I mean, I feel like I could just play the whole entire thing, the cover all the way through without even mm-hmm. reading the music because I... I, I confess I can't read music very no, well. So. I, I've tried and I've, it's I not should. Very easy. It's one of those things I keep getting into a little. You bit can more. if you really, yeah. yeah, if you really want to. But uh, eh, so so bad. John goes on to say, mm-hmm. um, I remember one of mine was a finger style cover of Blackbird by the Beatles, which nice. that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Even though I have strayed away from my guitar playing habits, I still remember that song and feeling that I got from learning it. I hope this email reaches you, and it mm-hmm. definitely has. And thanks for the episode so far. Can't wait for more. Peace Excellent. out, John. 
Dude, that was so cool. John, thank you so much for the mm-hmm. email, man. That's awesome. I encourage you. We love to hear that feedback. Stray and it's back. It's, dude, it's, <laughs> it, it is, it goes without saying how much appreciated that yeah. is that somebody's actually listening and taking a liking yeah. to two, uh, two dudes just BSing. Cool, over a man. couple brews. <laughs> We're all BSing one way or another. No Absolutely, man. man. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of the fun of for Stray us because back. it's like, we know it's reaching people, so. That's really, really freaking cool. They make practice amps with headphone jacks on them. Get back to it. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm like trying to give them some subliminal messaging. Here. Oh, yeah. No, Straight you're definitely. Get back yeah. to the guitar. Do it. No. Get back to it. I know. There's all different reasons. but So we, we've, we've touched this next topic. We've touched yeah. on this before. Um, yeah. You know, we've, we've kind of danced around a little bit. I think we should probably just get into a little bit more of a, mm-hmm. kind of a t- t- actual discussion. So we're going to be, we're going to post this at a later date on mm-hmm. our uh, social media. And uh, we want to know listeners out there, which do you prefer physical or streaming music? Um, which for me, like I've said in the past, physical is, is what I could try to go with unless mm-hmm. I can't get it or unless it's uh, unavailable. If it's like an overseas, if it's the shipping's outrageous, I just like right. look for it as far as long as I can to see if I can find it digitally. I'm sure you're the same way. Um, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, we will post this question to our social media and, uh, we'll have everybody answer and we might make it a contest or something. Who knows? Now I will say there is also like a third category in there. Don't forget about that. Cause streaming could also just be direct streaming off of like what Pandora or Spotify. Oh, for sure. I mean, I kind of meant spy kind of meant Pandora or Spotify. Yeah. And physical is like the CD, the vinyl cassette, maybe if it's like a special edition. Absolutely. But also there's the in between, which is the digital, which you can download either MP3 or flack. You know, Bandcamp is a very nice resource for all of that. And but, there's different yeah. reasons for all of them too. So absolutely, yeah. I mean, if you're going cross country or whatever, I could understand the Spotify mm-hmm. streaming stuff. But what what I can also tell you is is that a lot of the vinyls nowadays have down digital downloads, so you can put that on your MP3 device. And like I think I said, I mentioned mm-hmm. that before. So high quality still, or at least higher quality, either the absolutely yeah. KBPS, or mm-hmm. you can go with the FLAC, which is lossless. But yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, not yeah, to belabor so, the point, but yeah, yes. we're not going to be able to belabor the point, as, as Rico said. But uh, we'll post that on our social media, and we would love you for you guys to uh, answer us, interact, and uh, let us know what you think. Absolutely, dude, man, it's mm-hmm. been a rough, it's been a rough go lately. I'm telling you, in, in the musical in- industry, dude, mm-hmm. dude, I'm sure you heard about the the tragic news about uh, the drummer from the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. passing away at, at the age of fifty. Yeah, we, we don't go into all the details on no. everything because there's a lot of okay. yeah, there's a lot of speculation stuffs in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be big in trying to get into sudden that. passing. We'll just leave it at that. But it is sad because like I like the Foo Fighters. Like they've always been that like you know iconic rock band like modern day and everything. Like absolutely. Like you know with Dave Grohl and everything. You know basically the Foo Fighters came about because of him doing his own thing and then needing to hire guys to be able to play yes. shows live basically yes. right yeah. so so um what kind of in your in your opinion what kind yeah. of impact did uh what kind of impact did they have on the music industry oh, foo fighters i think yes. they they probably like you know cuz i mean let's be real like the you know what is it with the uh, pop music and all that and I mean, that's a whole thing to itself so like i think he maybe pulled a little bit of that attention back to rock music, I think. I, I That's would think kind so. of my take I would think on so. it. Yeah, yeah. So instead of everybody just all going with pop, which is popular music and everything, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think he kind of pulled some of that back to rock and kept yes. it going, basically. So it, yeah, and he's yeah. he's very uh, genre defying, I guess yeah. you want to say, because he is just all over the map. Like recently, he put out his yeah. and Dave Grohl. He put out a. Mm-hmm. a a metal album for a movie, which we mentioned before, mm. and it's the th- the whole album is just I can't even believe it's him doing it, but it totally yeah. makes sense if you know if you know Dave Grohl. Mm. So the impact actually that it had on me. Yeah. So Foo Fighters, the color and the shape, came out I believe in 1997. It was the second CD that I had ever purchased. Okay. So I 
when this when I heard this news, I was like, man, that's been it's been 25 years since they released the color and the shape. Yeah, they've been going at it with for Everlong, Monkey yeah. Wrench. Yeah, and uh, my there goes my hero. I can't yeah. sing, so I can yeah. scream, but I can't sing. Yeah. Um, watch him as he goes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Such a good band. So definitely thoughts and prayers with Taylor Hawkins and his entire family and all the fans, all the fans of the Foo Fighters and his entire friends, family and all that stuff. Yeah, I was I was really shocked because it was the same day that Dave decided to release his aforementioned uh, metal album, if you want to call it that. Very unfortunate timing. Mm, right? Really like, unfortunate oh, timing. And it's like one of those where you're like, oh, come on. Why? <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, yeah. But we felt that was worth yeah. mentioning and considering that we Most are definitely, a yeah. huge, and huge music fans in general. Yeah. So, upstanding. But, uh, so actually, let's, so that from there, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's discuss. Uh, I heard there's some, some, pretty sweet shows coming up this summer they're finally starting to load up again man i'm loving it i'm loving it i'm definitely looking forward to a couple of them i'm not sure if i'm actually going to make it to them but it'd be cool the same way you know because of the rant rant and making certain things be a thing yeah we don't and we don't unfortunately we don't know how that's going to like pan out yeah but um so there is one for me that actually stood out yeah it's coming to our area uh Mm -hmm. it's rob zombie which you know Say what you will. He's, yeah. he's he's an excellent performer live, even though it's it's a fun show. It's yeah, like it's one a fun of those show. things where it may not always be my cup of tea, but it's cool. You want to hear a cool yeah. story actually before mm-hmm. I tell you who the rest of the lineup is? What's that? So when I was younger, mm-hmm. my aunt took me to see Rob Zombie at Akron Civic Theater. Dude, that's awesome. Man. And it was probably like, I don't know, like a forty five dollar show, and mm-hmm. it's still one of the best stage shows I've ever seen, even though Dude, the music nice. was not was not very good. It was he didn't sound very good. The stage yeah, show was yeah. uh, was amazing. It's like almost second to basically Ramstein. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I can but see Ramstein's that. like yeah. on a whole other level. I get so. you. It, it, it's, or should yeah, I say Ramstein? Ramstein. Ramstein. I can't I'm say, it, say it right. Still fucking mis- mispronouncing it. Uh, I already. I just did. <laughs> Ramstein. So so yeah, I mean that's that's one. It's uh, Rob mm-hmm. Zombie and he's bringing Mudvayne, which. Mm-hmm. Who would have seen that reunion coming? Because they said maybe a few years ago, uh, yeah, we're never going to fucking play shows again because like, those guys screw them all. Oh, I, God. Yeah. You remember? <laughs> they, they would, the singer and Chad and um, I don't know the guitarist's name, but they it, it they, they all were basically in a feud and they weren't ever going to play shows after Mudvayne split up the first time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, were totally yeah. done. They were like, no, it's oh. never going to happen. Two years later, uh, they were reunited. So now they're back to... Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bring off the neck, Bury you know. Bury me. Yeah, all right, that's yeah, we're, enough. We're, we're just, well, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, hey, so that's hey, like you know, heavy music. You know who us. does that song really well? Mudvayne. Yes. Yes. Not, not us. Like, yeah. No. We're terrible. Um, <laughs> so, so, so Mudvayne. So yeah. Rob Zombie decided Mudvayne. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, how about just bring my entire childhood of new metal, if you want to call it that, yeah. back mm-hmm. with. Static X, rest in peace, Wayne, and yeah, uh, Power Man. Man 5000 with that's Rob Zombie's half brother, I believe. I think it, no, I thought it was his cousin. Is it his nah, half brother? Sure cousin? It's his half brother. Yeah, I know it was a relative. It's a relative, I'm but yeah. That. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember get up, I get up, get up, drop the pump <laughs> shell. Sorry, yeah. I know this is like a big singing episode. <laughs> what was that one? There was a, a when the worlds collide. Yeah. Worlds collide. There was a big oh, uh, controversy. Oh no! Where there was a video game where they they scored I a song for the video I game. Think I know what you're talking about? And it sounds exactly like worlds collide and everything. Like, and it even has like uh like kind of a weird like different middle part to it. No it sounds shit. exactly like the vocal patterning. And I then, remember hearing about it, but I don't, if think you, if you check, I'll, I'll link it. And everything in sweet, the show sweet, notes, sweet. It's it one out. of those where you're just like, oh man, music theft. You're, you're like, you know, it's like that whole thing where, you know, it's like, you know, there's only so many chords and like notes and like music and everything, but you're like, mm-hmm. Like when you listen to it, it's even got like the same like it. atmospheric stuff yeah. going on and everything, and you're like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I totally believe so, it. Yeah. We'll let everybody else be the judge of what they think. Of course, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody's got a different opinion. Yeah, about that kind of uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, uh, so 
I think this is the time of the show where we uh, mm-hmm. highlight an album that's uh, had a significant impact on us and it has it had an anniversary recently. Ooh. So if you listen to the podcast, you know that at least myself, mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of a band called Death. I know that's uh, uh, that's kind of that would be kind of be like, oh, really? You're just going to go there again, Death? Uh, no, no. Yeah. So, anyways, um, a band a band called Death was mm-hmm. founded in uh, 1985, I believe, mid 80s. We'll just go with Which that. Is insane to think um, about that. So they released an album on March 21st of 1995 called Symbolic, ah. and it is basically said that it is probably one of their best albums. That's an opinion, obviously, but it obviously, is. Yeah. So one of uh, one of my friends, uh, which who knows if he's listening or not, but mm-hmm. if he is, uh, shout out to uh, Brian Blackmetal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for uh, he's a good friend of ours. I thought that he's his, his, his nickname, but mm-hmm. um, he he actually introduced me to Death, and he told me one day he goes, yeah. he goes, dude, there's no way I would have thought you would have listened to Death, man. You've come a <laughs> long fucking way, and I'm oh, like, I yeah. know. Well, I mean, him and Ben both, and they were yeah. both like, you know, hey, check them out, listen to them, and do it. Was like. Okay, mission accepted. No, yeah. And uh, I've been fully encompassed in that. And yeah, then yeah. Symbolic Dude was just like, I mean, just like every other Death album, different. Every album of theirs is oh, different. Yeah. I mean, after pretty much after you got out of the 80s with mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Scream Bloody Gore and uh, Leprosy, mm-hmm. you're pretty much getting something. I mean, you're getting something different every time, but you can drastically different every time. Mm-hmm. And it was actually said... And I do remember reading this. Yeah. It was actually said that the members did not want to do another death album. They just pretty much split. Yeah. And they said, nope, we're done. We're not doing another death record. And then basically what ended up happening was Nuclear Blast signed uh, death. And that's when they did uh, Sound of Perseverance. And they just said, we want another death album. Even though Chuck had, uh, Chuck was the lead guitarist, singer yeah. um, of death. And uh He's he said, No, nah, I already have all this material for another project that I'm working on. And uh, and then he then basically he applied a lot of that material, what he used for that, into Death's last album, Sound of Perseverance, which was released in nineteen ninety eight. Which uh, okay. it has uh Richard Christie on drums. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which it's he is whew, amazing mm. live drummer if you've seen some of the video and we highly recommend you check that out. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, 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 uh, figured we'd celebrate that one. That was a very significant release in that time, especially when, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's on that big Metallica 1990s kick, which I don't know why, oh, but I mean, some of it was good, but some, but for right, me, most right. of it was just really, I, well, it's like any opinion, it's man, whatever everybody wants to listen to. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, the death mm-hmm. album was has actually that one was had a big impact on me because it kind of yeah. let me expand and check out the rest of their work. It might not my personal mm-hmm. favorite from them, but it's I think it's number two or number three. Okay, but obviously number one we've mentioned before. You don't remember, so I believe we talked about it in episode one. Yeah, it's, uh, individual thought way. patterns. That's right. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Because yep. that one just that one was so much so much different right. for the time. I remember. I'm sure you do. <laughs> 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 so. So this is this is kind of cool. Uh, recently, uh, Rick, did you see this? Did you did mm-hmm. you see when we we shared this? Um, so I had a I, I did a mm-hmm. a little poll. Oh yeah, yeah on our yeah. in our social yeah. media and amongst okay. our amongst our friends and uh, listeners. Yes. As to you know what what kind of audience we have is what, to see what they listen to on a daily basis. Like uh, yes. So yeah, what yeah, I proposed yeah. is mm-hmm. I asked I said what was the last album you listened to. And okay. some of the answers that I got were was just absolutely unbelievable. Okay. Like you, you, it's all over the map. And and what's funny is is most of them are not metal. Okay, which is so cool acceptable right? because that's that just shows yeah. you how wide a range mm-hmm. of music is out there. There's so much out there mm-hmm. for everyone to listen to for everybody's cup of tea. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'll run off like a few here. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you know one one that pretty much is universally well known. Yeah, you yeah. know ACDC, you okay, know, Highway to Hell. Yeah, that's a, uh, classic, that's a yeah. classic. My dad introduced me to that when mm-hmm. I was younger. Um, so we also got a, uh, we also got a. This is one of the metal ones we got. Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. Nice. Do you do you remember seeing that band live when These we went to Detroit? Fucking crazy. They are they are defunct, but uh, yeah. they absolutely insane. The uh-huh. show that Rico and I saw was in Detroit. 
we didn't stick around for too long because it was kind of late and we were kind of tired. We would we would have liked to you know get home. Yeah. And uh, I believe it was a summer slaughter in Detroit. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. there was like a baby like what two or three bands that we wanted to see and they were on it. Right. There was was that the one that we had uh, the two other friends with us. Correct. Running? That yeah. was that one. That was like a weird. It was kind of like a uh, we we. It felt like the Odeon a little bit. Yeah, and it was a more right. of like a theater kind of setting. Oh, and do you know? Kind of do, do you know that's where we saw Mashuga as well? That place. We did go back to that same place for Mashuga. It was so much better. You're right. Yeah. But uh, and oh yeah, you remember when we were at uh, we were at that summer slaughter and you saw Trevor from Black Dahlia? Yes. And you yes. like fist? You you recognize him? You're like Trevor. What's going on? You like fist bumped him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Trevor Sternad from yeah, Black Dahlia. Uh-huh. Hell yeah! <laughs> because I also did that to him at the uh, Peabody's that you one did, time. I was you like, did. You did. Dude, what's going on, man? And he was like, give me that look, like, ah, uh, where do I know you from? How do I know? Because I acted like you know, you actually to, you not all like fangirl about you can't, it. That's the one thing you can't act like fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> so he thought like I was like, hey, what's going on, man? Like we were like you know a little bit like more well acquainted, nearly. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. He's probably like, who the fuck is this guy? Where do I remember him from? And I was like, oh my bad, oops. I was like, like I just like I was like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and he's like, oh hey, like, and he just like looked at me like, oh, can't remember. And I'm like, it's all right. I haven't really actually talked to you before. So it's okay, man. I'm like, whoops. So did, did I did I ever tell you the funny story about yeah. where I actually did not know who I was talking to? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. back in, two, I'll tell this one to the listeners. So back in 2007, <laughs> a friend of mine was in a metal local metal band called, one of the best names ever in my opinion, Seven Year Dungeon Beard. Nice, yeah. So nice. they were opening for the Black Dahlia Murder at Peabody's <clears throat> around the time they released Nocturnal, which I believe was 07, 08 area. That <clears throat> was around the time they toured. And I was standing <laughs> there, and my friend was saying, you know, he introduced me to him, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize at the time that's who I was talking to. Because by the time I had done having a ten minute conversation with me, he probably looked at me like, "Dude, what's wrong with this fucking guy?" He's like, not even listening to me. Oh and and then my friend told me he's like, "Dude, that was fucking Trevor from the Black Dolly Murder." And I'm like, "No, are you serious?" You're like, "Oh shit, oops." <laughs> Wasn't this before like you like really I, I didn't expanded really... your metal knowledge? Well, like, see, I had listened saying? to Black Dolly at that point, but I yeah. didn't like it. Wasn't my heaviest stream uh, album or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Most like, listens, it, yeah, yeah, like you weren't fully like on board and everything. Like, so, yeah. like, so you were just kind of like a little bit more pulled back from things. And Absolutely. Everything. So I just remember like, and I, I know I've seen him in like different like interviews and stuff, like, you know, different yeah. YouTube mm-hmm. videos and stuff. And like, of course, all their band DVDs and stuff. Those are so wild. fucking is like a metal fucking. He is like, a connoisseur. He he just he knows it all and he's got a bear trap fucking memory for that shit. He's like, like that with that with 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 uh, metal and yeah. video games. Good for him, man. The old awesome. like Nintendo video games. So yeah. So what was mm. funny is is when we posted when I posted this uh, poll <laughs> online, I actually got a couple answers and mm-hmm. the, the the one of them that I got was Beatles the White Album, which okay. I had have to get back. I'd have to re-listen to that again. Uh, it's been I a while. I do know of its existence. I do know of its yeah. existence. Yeah. And then I got an underground death metal band called Inoculations. Okay. And uh, shout out to our friend Pete for for sharing that with one, with that one with us. He's a nice. uh, he's uh, I hear he's a regular listener of the podcast. So go Pete. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and even and, and just and just you know dive a little bit of further mm-hmm. in. Um, Another another uh, another person that I got was his, uh, this guy's name was Tony and he told me his l- recent album that he listened to was Morgan Wallen's re- latest album which he's a country artist I believe okay and I've actually I'm not gonna lie I've actually heard a couple of his songs not too shabby not okay. my cup of tea but it's pretty good he's got you can you can see why people would enjoy his music mm-hmm. so. I just I throw that one out there. I know you're probably not very familiar with them, but no, I know. I think I friend, maybe have heard the name before. A friend really, of mine, like, a friend of mine had uh, had had told me about him. Okay. prior. And, no, that's sweet. That's yeah. it's how I usually find out about any of the music, and it's yeah. either from you or anybody else that just mentions something. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, at work today, I just told somebody about Turbid North, so that was kind of cool. Those dudes right? that are from Alaska but sound like Pantera? Exactly. Well, they brought it out back to Texas, I should say. They that's live in Texas awesome. now. Oh, so. that's right. They moved down to the lower 48. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, so you know, there's some other ones here that, I like mm-hmm. I said, it's just like all over the map. Um, mm-hmm. Say, like, I got a, another another person I asked, Terry. He's uh, He says his, the last one he listened to was uh, Audio Slave, which... 
Nice. Okay. Audio Slave is definitely a good is definitely a good listen for a, I would say, uh, the guy who listens to just pretty much just rock and roll, listens to mm-hmm. the radio stuff. I mean, Chris Cornell had a lot of talent. His voice oh, was unbelievable for, sure. for 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 him. It was yeah. just unbelievable. Instrumental part of Rage Against the Machine plus Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. Right yes. on. Yes, mm-hmm. I absolutely enjoyed I dug that. It. Yeah, for a while. I didn't until it got always overplayed. get into the the like the what he was. Chris Cornell was what Soundgarden. Yes. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I ask you questions while you're you know you know face in into the beer like you okay. know, trying to trying to indulge on the sweet adult beverage and everything, and I'm just like, hey, let's ask you a question at the most inopportune I need, moment. I need a I need a sweet adult beverage. So. <laughs> But yeah, no, he was Soundgarden then. That's right. Absolutely, Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because then uh, well, the other guy, they always had that similar kind of sounding singing voice and everything. The Absolutely. Pearl Jam singer and mm-hmm. kind of similar and everything. Um, and I may poke fun, whatever. But, you know. So so I would say, you know, another one that is, it kind of stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, another friend uh, named Randy, uh, Black Crows. Black crows is good. I like black crows. Yeah, and 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 like it's I said, legit. it's just it's just pretty much what you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, and another another person who we've actually featured in an email on the podcast prior uh, on episode four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, John, he says, is his most one he the one he's listened to the most recently was the first album from Ingve Malmsteen. Oh, nice. Yes, okay. super super yeah. shredder. He's mm-hmm. pure eighties. Yo, yeah. yeah, you know what? Uh, so, Ingve Malmsteen uh, or Malmsteen? Yes. Was that that? Would that be pre Steve Vai and all those guys? He's in he's I, he's I believe he started in the mid eighties. I want to just That's take a stab. I think Steve Vai was like nineties, wasn't he? He sounds very eighties to me. And that's just my yeah, personal opinion. Yeah. And I'm so just trying Satriani. to like, yeah, Joe Satriani's mm-hmm. awesome. That's who mm-hmm. your brother actually really. Loves, yeah, we right? shouted out my brother on the yeah. on one of the prior episodes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's one of his biggest biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Um, I just throw another couple of them out here. So then we got a, a uh, Marshall Mathers EP by Eminem. I have, I'll be honest with that you, was a fun one. It's yeah. a fun one, and I have, I have respect for him for what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. He's very good at what he does, even though that's not really my, it's not really my cup of tea. So you know, I just figured out the other that- day while driving hmm. the whole Eminem thing. Oh yeah, yeah. His stage name Eminem E M I N E M. M M Marshall Mathers, and I was just like, "Yep, that totally makes sense." Holy now. fuck! I was like, "Oh wow, I'm yeah. an idiot." <laughs> like <laughs> it literally took me what, like, it just clicked, yeah, over twenty years to fucking figure that. One. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, "Wow, yeah, I'm really dumb." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like M and M. I I've heard that. And and when I you never said it, it put it together me. until like just the other day, literally. And I'm like, wow, that's totally it's totally cool, man. So the last one that will <laughs> the last one that will feature is uh, another another Randy. Yeah. Uh, he says Todd Rundgren, which it's I I'm, I'm assuming it's a rock and roll, right? Yeah, rock and roll. Might be. Yeah, I'd have to no, look it's, that it's, one. No, up. actually, yeah. it's no. You know what? I take that back. It is. Okay. It is. It's rock and roll, and I'm and my dad's Let's probably gonna go. hate me for that. So, that. so we're actually gonna we're actually gonna use our power of the internet to power check this out. Hold and on, standing by. Do 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 do. Standing. But by. anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So so he he told me about this uh, Todd Rundgren, and I guess he's seen him a few times live. And he's, wow, that's really weird. I think Google's actually listening to us because all I did was just type Todd, and that was the first thing. No shit. That's awesome. That's kind of creepy. Uh, maybe there's something going Twilight on. Zone. Wow, we okay. All right, so he's a multi instrumentalist. That's singer, super cool. Songwriter. Let's people, see people out there that are older are probably going to hate me for the fact that I didn't know who that was. But no, oh well. I've I heard the name. I think it's one of those where like you get to a point where you just heard so many band names, you don't want to be that dipshit on like one of those late night talk shows. Oh, absolutely. Where they go around and they make up. Oh, I'm I'm pulling away from the mic too far. I don't know. But yeah, so like, just trying to help you. I know. Thanks, man. So, okay, so, like, I don't want to be one of those dipshits on, like, you know, like, fucking Jimmy Kimmel or some shit where they're just like, oh, yeah, 
did you hear about that new fucking band called, you know, Come Swappers? And then people are like, <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I just heard that the other last week. They just like, they, they like agree to whatever the band name is. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah, right? Like, well, that's, but that's like a real thing. Like, some people like always have to be on top of the new band. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they I'm didn't say that. fucking over here. <laughs> Like, like the, no, they'll the just, name, they the make name up names. Me. They make up names. They're like, yeah. they're like, you know, like, oh yeah, dude. Like, did you, have you heard the new band? Like, you know, orange slippers and like, they're just like, fuck yeah. Like I, I really orange enjoyed them. Too. And it's like these people just like, they always want to like know like the new hip band and everything. And it's like a real thing. Yeah. Like I try to not be that guy. Yeah. I'm don't like, be that guy. Please if, people if, out there. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be what's the guy new and says, hip. It, yeah. What's, I heard come swappers, but it's basically new and <laughs> hip. doesn't mean it's good. Do you guys know who you are? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry. Hopefully nobody's listening to this episode with their kids with an earshot. I'll stop with the who cares made Doesn't, up band name. But wait, wait, yeah. didn't you say this the last time? We are explicit. Earmuffs, so. earmuffs, and we are explicit. So don't forget that. Don't, don't you fucking forget it. I mean, Just I grew it. up watching all kinds of stuff that I probably shouldn't yeah. have been watching. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that that's was a okay, different man. time. That was the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, that's that's quite all right. That was the wild west of parenthood. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so like, yeah, once again, once again, we yeah. are off on a tangent. Anyways, um, though, but yeah, like the, that's like actually a real thing where some people like literally think that you know they have to say they heard every band that they ever told about. We know of one like, person hey. that we are talking about that does that, and it's super annoying. What the guiltier man? <laughs> exactly, but we both know. But I'm gonna start making up band names. Me too, <laughs> like Tater Tot Toaster Tubble. Hey, I, that's a really good band. Actually, <laughs> like they should check it out. I know. Here, oh, it, you have heard it? Oh, that's good. It's completely fucking made up. No, you haven't. Like, <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> like, <such> a liar. <laughs> oh, you've heard Come Swappers? No, you haven't. I just made that up because I'm an asshole. Gotcha. Wrong. <laughs> All right, and ending on that. But yeah, but note. yeah. So so yeah, Todd Rundgren. He's a multi instrumentalist, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a multi instrumentalist. Did he play with anybody? I'm wondering. I'm gonna scroll down and just see. Like sometimes this they'll is the show... first on BS over a couple brews. BS, and by BS I mean watch watch me scroll through Google's. Except you can't watch. You just listen, <laughs> and you can't even hear my mouse clicking because I've got it on smooth. Oh my god, smooth, that's creepy. Like my voice. This is. Yeah, no, like let's see here. I, I okay, so Todd Todd Rundgren. I've heard that name. I'm sure. Yeah, I have too. I think he was actually in probably one of the bands that I I've listened to over the years. He was born in 1948, so I'm guessing like he's a rocker from the from the past. I want to say his his peak if he was like 30 or in his 20s would have been the 60s so anybody anybody who's who's ever you know listened to todd rundgren and could recommend any any of his music uh shoot us an email or hit us up on social media we would we would greatly appreciate it absolutely we want to we we're we're intrigued Mm -hmm. no joke no joke not a joke not a joke Oh my god! All right, <laughs> I'll be nice. No, that's anyway. no, it's fine. But yeah, so uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so yeah, if there's anything of note, like on that and everything, I'll put it in the show notes and everything. If nothing else, Sounds I'll great. say, hey, look him up. Good deal, man. And I will make a, a point of listening to his stuff and everything. That sounds very so. Good. That so All it's time. Things. It's that time of the episode where mm-hmm. we uh, feature our song of the episode and uh, our band to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this episode, our song of the episode is a band called Frozen Planet 1969. I know, hilarious, right? Right. <laughs> and this this song it was released in 2022 in January, I believe. And nice. these guys are a jam band, psychedelic jam band from Australia. Ooh. Their song is called Strangelands, and it's actually it's the shortest song on the album. It's mm-hmm. sandwiched in between a 10-minute song and a 27-minute song. Okay. Um, but I uh, highly recommend. It's called Strangelands, if you did not catch it the first time. Uh, we highly recommend checking it out. It's on YouTube, and we'll actually have it linked on our Facebook page. Nice. I'll probably listen to the whole album at some point. No, it's yeah, it's pretty solid. Song, though. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one you want to listen to when you're just kind of like doing work around the house or you're just kind of chilling. Or chilling and uh, doing greenery. I mean, whatever it is you're doing whatever or drinking is. a beer. 
like brew, we're like we're doing it right now or whatever yeah <laughs> rice I, uh, that's yeah. that's all it's up to whoever you know that's up to the listeners absolutely absolutely <laughs> and you know and you know mm-hmm. that brings us to our band to check out yes so this is actually a personal favorite of mm-hmm. Rico and myself. Uh, we discovered these guys during the Rona. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are from Greece. They are called Acid Mammoth, and solid, solid and the band, yeah. and the album to check out from them is called Under Acid Hoof. <laughs> Huge Black Sabbath influence. Um, it is very very well stated. Very bass heavy. Mm-hmm. Very heavy in general. Uh, I would just call them. I would just call them. You know, psychedelic hard rock yeah that's kind of what i would loop uh put them in but very very mm-hmm. uh black sabbathy influence uh i can't mm-hmm. get enough of that band and it's just like i said this the, that under acid hoof album hits real hard excellent and you yeah. can get through that in about 35 minutes and be like whoa i need to listen to that again let's do it if i'm not mistaken when i listened to it the last time around it i'm trying to remember was it the 35 minutes flew by or it felt longer? I'm trying to remember. It felt longer. It, it felt like a stretched out 35. It yeah, felt like a stretched I've, out 35, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had many times where, you know, an album is like, you know, it's over and done with before you even know it. And you're Absolutely. Like, what the hell? But like, this is one of those where it feels like an hour long 35 minutes. It's like, what the hell? Like, huh. It's it, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you're into that kind of thing, um, I highly recommend right. that band from Greece. Yeah, they're thanks good. to thanks to a doom metal stoner group that I'm in on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, someone actually posted this okay about a week a week or two before it came out, and nice. now it has 1.2 million views on Facebook, which I think is quite a bit for a underground stoner rock band. I'm wondering if that group made pump those numbers up for him. I would, I would say so. I mean, a lot of people discovered them through that because when I found it, it had like 150 views. Is it the one where they do the mixes? I'm trying to remember what the hell the group name is. Doomed and stoned is what I believe was what the group is called. Oh, doomed and stoned. Okay. There was a different one that you were talking about a while back. Yeah. This is just one that's on Facebook that someone randomly added me. And actually that was one of the first bands that I was recommended was acid mammoth. Oh, nice. Okay. And and I'm now I'm recommending it to our listeners who enjoy rock and roll. (laughs) It was so there saying our listeners, whoever happens to be listening to this there. I like that better. (laughs) Our listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Because we, (laughs) We are aware of people of of um, our fellow bullshitters. There we go. I I like that that. better. Yeah, fellow bullshitters. (laughs) Yeah. So so yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, it's dude, Mm -hmm. it's been a dude, it's been a trip, man. I mean, there's there's been so much that we went over tonight. Uh, I'm really uh, I'm really hoping everybody would uh, digs this one because we had a good time talking about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously with the unfortunate situation in uh, Ukraine with the death of. Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins yeah. RIP, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the 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 Facebook poll, which I'd like to mention this again. Yeah. So, as the closer, mm-hmm. that keep in mind that that Facebook poll is going to come in key down the road because what mm-hmm. we are planning on doing, and I discussed this over with Rico, and he thinks this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, what we will do on air is on one of these episodes, we will read off all the names once again, and we will pick someone randomly to come on and BS over a couple brews with us because mm-hmm. we enjoy that. And you never know. It could be you or if it's, if you're far away, we could do you what we could interview we'll you on Skype. Out. We'll figure it out. But mm-hmm. we just, I wanted to throw that out there. We thought it was a great idea mm-hmm. to maybe, you know, get to know one of our listeners a little better or it's somebody that we already know, which is super cool. We'll make it an occasional, you know, yeah, absolutely. Or whatever. You know, and just figure that out from there. Then. Here and there, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, so, yeah. you got anything else, man? Or this is this has been a fun one. Yeah, this was kind of like a, a fire fireside episode. A little bit. <laughs> like, I have, yeah. I totally agree. Well, all but we, we did is the fire crackling dude, in the we, background. Dude, we, <laughs> yeah, you know what, what we hell, did man. do a lot on this episode? We did yeah. sing a lot. Yeah, we should probably not do that. Anymore. That's that's quite all right. <laughs> I'm definitely not a singer. Let's. I'm not. definitely not either. But yeah. it was a lot of fun. Now let's all agree: never be creative again. <laughs> oh my God. I remember that video. I do. I, do. Yes. I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> and I will link that one. Well, I'm also. Le- well, I'm late tired. What fire is he miss house? Oh, no. That's a different one. I know. Together, but yeah, I know. The other one that never be creative again gets really fucked dark up. at the end. It's man. really, really fucked up. I remember yeah, you that showed that to early me. Early YouTube. Oh. 
for sure, dude. Earlier on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Silliness. Silliness. <laughs> so, know? yeah. Now let's all agree never to sing again. I can't guarantee that. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to do that, but I don't care. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> so if that's all you if that's all you got, I think we're gonna call this one a call this one a wrap, man. I think so. Yeah, I just I yeah. Thanks for uh joining us and uh BSing over a couple of brews. Appreciate everybody. the uh appreciate the response and the uh emails that we got. Keep them coming, guys. Uh without further ado, my I'm Corpse. And I'm Rico. Keep and you, it metal. Kids. And keep it metal kids, and this was BSing over a couple brews. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's music playing at the end. It's called an outro, dumbass. Oh, it's called an outro. It's kind of like with belly buttons. There's like Don't, an, there's no. like an intro and it's an outro. It's too no? much. Oh, hey, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Master Brewer at Lock 15 for a hat. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We got that actually sitting to where we can see it. Hell yeah. Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, my fat fucking head doesn't fit into it at all. All right, guys. Peace out. Yeah, I know. Peace out for real. This will just be the secret. Whatever audio. Hey, we'll see if it gets used for something. Hey. <laughs>